Uh, but yeah, I'm ready to jump right into the word. You know, I believe that God is going to bless us with a special word today. And uh, when we think about the mission here at Celebration, the mission is to know God and to make him known. And I feel like I am on assignment this morning to make God known. And uh, I am ready to jump right into it. You see, the Bible, in the Bible, it explains everything that we need to know. And what, we, what it explains is, it explains that God is three in one. God is three in one. God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit. Say that with me. God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit. He's three in one. And some of you may be in here and you may be wondering, how is God three in one? Because he's God. He's God, period. You know, his thoughts are not our thoughts, nor are his ways our ways, nor can our hearts even imagine all that God is capable of. He's God. He's three in one. And, you know, I want to be able to make known who and where God is, who and where Jesus is, and who and where the Holy Spirit is. Uh, so if you have your Bibles, go with me to John chapter 14. Um, and I just want to let you all know that I'm going to be reading a lot from the Bible this morning uh, because I want to be able to keep the context in the text. Let me say that again. I want to be able to keep the context in the text. So everything that I am saying, I am getting straight from the Bible. So I know when we're in church, you usually say amen. But today, if I'm speaking facts, I want y'all to hit me with facts. I want y'all to hit me with facts. Can we practice that? Can we say facts? If you're watching online or if you're watching on rebroadcast, make sure you drop the facts in the chat as well, too. Uh, but before we jump into it, I want to give a little pretext on what's going on. Um, Jesus is currently on earth, but he's getting ready to transition to heaven. And um, he's sitting with his disciples and he's letting them know what's about to happen before it happened. So when it happened, they would know that he was telling the truth. Jesus still had to explain himself. But we're going to jump right into the text on John chapter 14, uh, verse 1. And I'll be reading out of the NLT version. And it reads, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? So we see that Jesus is getting ready to go prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I am going. Here's Thomas. No, we don't, Lord. We have no idea where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one come to the Father except through me. If you, <laughs> I like it. If you had really known me, you would know who my father is. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him, period. Keep reading. Philip said, Lord, show us the father and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, have I been with you all this time, Philip? 
and yet you still don't know who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? Everybody say, in me. The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Everybody say, in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. We're going to keep reading. If you love me, obey my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. Everybody say advocate. Who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Everybody say in you. Let's jump to verse 20. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in the Father and you are in me and I am in you. Everybody say in you. Let's jump to verse 23. Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. Almost done. Jump to verse 26. But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit. He will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. I am leaving you with a gift. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or don't be afraid. The title of my message is, Use the Gift That Is In You. Let us pray. Father God, Lord, I ask right now that you speak through me. Give me a word, Father God, that your children will be able to apply to their daily lives. Lord, I'm asking all these blessings in your son Jesus' name and the church say, Amen. 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 So in the text that we just read, we just saw how Jesus was explaining to his disciples what was about to happen when he was getting ready to make his transition to heaven, to be with the Father. And for those of us that know the gospel, we know that God sent his only son to earth uh, to die on the cross for our sins. And, And on the third day, he rose again and eventually ascended to heaven to be on the right hand side of God. And if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, that Jesus is Lord, then God places a free gift on the inside of you. How many of us like free gifts? How many of us like free gifts? Amen. Amen. Pastor, the ones that were screaming, 
Those are the ones that continue to scan the barcode on the back of the seat back pockets and get the free gift card for Starbucks every Sunday. <laughs> I'm just playing. But if you're a new member here at Celebration or it's your first time visiting, if you scan the barcode on the back of the seat pocket, you'll be able to get a free gift card to Starbucks. But here's the beautiful thing. If you accept Christ into your life as your personal Savior, God places a free gift on the inside of you. He places a free gift on the inside of you. And that gift is that you receive on the inside of you. It is the Holy Spirit. Another word for it is an advocate or a helper or better yet, God. God get placed on the inside of you when you accept Christ into your life. Remember, I told y'all, I only want to speak facts. Thank you, sir. I only want to speak facts um, this morning. So we're going to jump into Romans 8, 11, And it reads, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, everybody say in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Everybody say in you. Listen, receiving the Holy Spirit is one of the best gifts that you can have when you are here on earth. And the reason why is because it gives you direct access to heaven. When you receive the Holy Spirit, it gives you direct access to heaven. How does it give you direct access to heaven? Let's look at John chapter 14, verse 20. And it reads, when I am raised to life again, you would know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. You see, it is very important that we understand where God is, where God the Son is, and where God the Holy Spirit is. And I want to I I break it down so that we can see where God resides, where God the Son resides, and where God the Holy Spirit resides. If we look at Matthew 6, 9, it reads, pray like this, our Father who art in heaven. Where is our Father? Where is our Father? In heaven. Let's look and see where the Son is. In John chapter 14, 2, it reads, there is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? So we can see that Jesus is going to prepare a place for us in his Father's home, which is in heaven. And if we look at Hebrews 12, 2, it reads, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfect our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, now he is seated in the place of honor besides God. So Jesus is sitting on the right-hand side of the throne of God, which is in heaven. Is that facts? Thank you. Thank you. Now let's, now let's look and see where the Holy Spirit resides. Let's look and see where the Holy Spirit resides. In John 14, 17, it reads, He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Everybody say in you. So God the Father resides in heaven. God the Son 
resides in heaven, sitting right next to God the Father. But God the Holy Spirit lives in you right here on earth. And when you, and when you know that God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit is three in one, but one of them is on the inside of you, it's one of the best gifts that you can ever receive while being here on earth. Is that facts? Amen. 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 Jesus left this earth to go be with the Father, but he left us with a gift, and that gift is the Holy Spirit, our advocate, our helper. Somebody needs to say thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So because that we have this gift in you, I want to be able to break down how we can use the gift that is in us. Here's how you can use the gift that is in you. Number one, you have to praise and worship God. You have to praise and worship God. You see, when you praise and worship God, you get direct access to heaven right here on earth. We already established that God the Father, God the Son, they resides in heaven. But God the Holy Spirit, he resides in you. So when you praise and worship, you give the Holy Spirit that's inside of you the opportunity to reunite with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit right here on earth. Is that facts? John, John chapter 4 verse 24 reads, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Because God the Father and God the Son and God the Spirit is in heaven. And when we praise and worship through the Holy Spirit, you allow the Trinity to reunite in your life. And that is why, and that is why the Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because when the spirits reunite in your life, God gives you a glimpse of heaven here on earth as it is in heaven. Can I get away, man? Listen, listen, because when we praise and worship the Holy Spirit that is inside of you, it reunites with God the Father and God the Son who resides in heaven. When Paul and Silas were locked in prison, they began to praise and worship. And suddenly, miracles started happening. A shift started happening. Because they praise and worship, because the Holy Spirit that lives in them began to reunite with the Father that is in heaven and Father that and the Son that is in heaven. And when they reunited, suddenly things just started to shift in their life. I'm here to tell you today, if you use the gift that is in you and you start to praise and worship God, watch how things just suddenly start to shift in your life. Watch how God give you a glimpse of heaven right here on earth. But in order for you to do that, you have to praise and worship God. You know, it's, it's, um, I, was looking, I was looking at the Bible. I was looking at the Bible, and I started to add all of this up. And I'm like, man, when I need healing, if I start praising and worshiping God, the healer is going to show up. And then I started saying, if I need a breakthrough in my life, and I start praising and worshiping God, watch how God just show up right on time and show up and show out in my situation. Then I started thinking like, when I'm experiencing depression and anxiety, if I start praising and worshiping God, watch how God is just going to show up and show out in my situation. And then I started thinking about, I said, if I just lost a loved one and I start 
praising and worshiping God, watch how God just show up in my life and starts to comfort my heart. Because when you praise and worship, you give the Holy Spirit that is on the inside of you the opportunity to reconnect with the Father and the Son that is residing in heaven. Is that facts? Amen. 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 Uh, if, if you want God to show up in your life, use the gift that is in you and let the Holy Spirit get connected with God the Father and God the Son that is in heaven and watch heaven come down here on earth in your life. Number two, another way that you can use the gift that is in you is you have to use your heavenly language. You have to use your heavenly language. Here we go. Romans 8.26 reads, I told y'all I'm only spitting facts because I'm getting everything from the Bible. Romans 8.26 reads, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, 4, and it reads, The one who speaks in tongues builds himself up, but the one who prophesies builds up the church. Sometimes you have to build yourself up when you're weak, and you can do this by using your heavenly language. You know, I, I was thinking back on my, on my uh, previous profession when I was uh, playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL. And one of the things that they used to make us do as athletes, we had to work out every single day to build our muscles up. So when you got hit by Ray Lewis, you would be able to get back up and keep playing. You'll be able to get back up and keep playing. But the only way that that was going to be able to happen was you had to build your muscles up to be able to withstand the impact when you hit the ground or when you hit the player or when, or, or when you just make a collision on the field. And because our muscles are built up, when you watch the NFL football games, when players make those tackles, that is why they are able to get up because their muscles is built up. But what good is it to train the physical if you don't train the spiritual. And see, when you speak in tongues, you are able to build yourself up. That is how you build yourself up in the spirit. Because when you speak in tongues and you allow the spirit to have communication on your behalf, the spirit has direct access to God the Father who is in heaven and God the Son who is in heaven. So when you start speaking in tongues, when you start using your heavenly language, the Holy Spirit begins to have conversations on your behalf that you don't even understand. The Holy Spirit begins to build you up for when you come across trials and tribulations later in life and when you make impact or when those trials and tribulations hit you, you'll be able to get up and you'll be able to keep pressing forward. But in order for you to do that, you have to use your heavenly language. Is that facts? You know, uh, it's funny because I grew up and I'm going to be honest with you. When I used to hear people speak in tongues, I thought it was weird. It was scary to me a little bit. And, and, you know, some people used to say that, some people used to say that, you know, um, um, uh, God didn't bless me with the, uh, with the gift of speaking, speaking tongues. God didn't bless me with that gift. And, you know, as I began to build my relationships with the Lord myself, and as I began to dive in the Bible, I learned that faith without works, faith without deeds, faith without actions is dead. So saying that, 
if you want to speak in tongues, you have to have faith that you can do it, and then you do it. And then you do it. Speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, or speaking in your heavenly language, it's, it's not witchcraft. You know, you're not just going to be sitting there and something fly by you and you just, whoop, and start speaking in tongues. That's not how it works. If you speak in tongues, then the Holy Spirit takes over for you and begins to have conversations on your behalf. But if you want to use your heavenly language, you just got to do it. Faith without works is dead. But if you got faith and you put your actions into work, then it happens. Another way that you can use your heavenly gift is use your heavenly language. And number three, if you want to use the gift that is in you, you have to keep your spirit connected to heaven. You have to keep your spirit connected to heaven. You have to be in God's word. You have to be in prayer. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. And in everything we do, give thanks. That's what the Bible tells us to do. It says, use your, and you got to use your heavenly language because when you use your heavenly language, it builds yourself up. But then you got to praise and worship because when you praise and worship, you allow the Holy Spirit, which is the free gift that Jesus and God placed on the inside of you, it allows for the Holy Spirit to have direct access to heaven when you praise and worship. In order for you to use your gift that's in you, you have to keep your spirit connected to heaven. You know, as much as we may love our earthly bodies, as much as we may love ourselves, as much as we may love this flesh, I'm here to tell you that this flesh and these bones, they don't get access to heaven. Your flesh and bones will not get access to heaven. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So when your spirit goes off to be in heaven, those flesh and bones is still going to be here. And I'm here to tell you today, God doesn't care about what you wear. God doesn't care about what clothes you got on. God doesn't care about what car you drive. God don't care about what house you live in. God wants your spirit. God wants your spirit. God wants your heart. That's what God wants. God doesn't care about none of the material things because that don't get access to heaven. The only thing, the only thing that can get access to heaven it's the Holy Spirit that is in you. Is that facts? You know, uh, as I look over my life, I get, a lot of people get the opportunity to see what God is doing through me. When I look over my life, a lot of people get to see what God is doing through me. But can I be honest with y'all this, this morning? Can I be real? Can I be vulnerable? I had to praise my way to get to where I'm at in life today. I had to praise my way to get to where I'm at in life today. I can remember back in 2016, and I lost my father unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, I lost my dad. And I had just bought my parents their first house. I had just signed my second contract to play with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I had just got married. My wife was pregnant with my first son, Robert Jr. 
Two weeks after my wedding, my dad passed. Two weeks after my wedding, my dad passed. He passed two weeks before I had to report to training camp. So here we are. We're doing the funeral arrangements. We're getting everything ready to go. And I'm on the go, but I'm hurting deep down inside. I'm depressed. That situation put me in a situation that I've never experienced before in my life. I've never felt depression until that day. And God is my witness. My wife that is sitting right here, she's my witness. I was doing things to try to make everybody else think I was good when I was hurting. I was hurting. And my wife is my witness. It got to a point where I said, Lord, I surrender. I can't do this alone. Lord, I need you. I just started praising and worshiping. I got in my word every single day. My wife is my witness. I praise, I worship, I cried out to the Lord every single day. And you know what? The God, the healer, the God, the comforter, he showed up in my life. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Losing my father, it didn't get easier, but it got better when I started praising and worshiping. And it got better until this day. I still praise and worship because I'm still getting better every single day from losing my father. I had to praise and worship my way out of that situation. Fast forward to 2019. God speaks to me and said, I got more for you than just being an athlete. You're more than just a football player. And I remember I told the Kansas City Chiefs, release me from my contract. I'm done playing football. Can I be honest with y'all? When I got home, I thought that was the dumbest thing I could have ever done in my life. I'm like, God, you just told me to walk away from my contract. I'm on a team with Pat Mahomes. They about to go to the Super Bowl. And then I sat there and I watched the Kansas City Chiefs go 15 and one. And I promise you, if they would have won the Super Bowl that year, woo, I would have needed to do a lot more praising and worshiping. Lucky they lost in the AFC Championship and Tom Brady went and won another Super Bowl. But if they would have won that year, oh, I would have been devastated. God knew it too. So I thank God to this day for making them lose. <laughs> but I, I, I say that, I say that because, I say that because in 2019, you know, people see uh, my transition, but I was so depressed. But the crazy thing about it is I had to put on this facade because I just told the NFL team to release me from my contract and now I'm depressed and everybody like, man, why did you do that? And now I gotta act like I'm good when I'm hurting, when I was depressed and I'm around here trying to look good for everybody else instead of doing and believing what God had told me. My wife is my witness, she's my witness I cried out to God every single day. I chose God in my depression. I chose God when I was experiencing anxiety and God showed up and showed out in my life. Let me tell you, when I started to praise and worship God, God placed a vision on the inside of me. He said that I was going to open up a school. 
He said that you was going to open up a school, and, 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 and you all know that those that know me, you know that we opened up Golden Charter Academy, which is the first CK through eighth environmental stewardship zoo school in the nation. But let me tell you about the vision. Let me tell you about the vision that God gave me. God told me that I was going to open up a school. He said I was going to open up a school, but he said that I was going to open up a school in a state-of-the-art facility. And I'm like, God, I've never worked in education, let alone been in development. How am I going to do that? I'm going to tell you how good and how faithful God is. Not only in 2021 did we open up the school, but on August 4th, two weeks ago, I signed the contract with the developer to come to Fresno and build Golden Charter Academy over a $15 million school in Fresno, California. God is able. God is able. But you have to use the gift that is in you and praise and worship and watch God bring you out. Listen, this is not to brag and boast on me, but this is for me to tell you how when you use the gift that is in you, the Holy Spirit gets direct access to heaven and then thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God is able. God is able. God is able. Listen, God has placed a gift on each and every single one of you. Each and every single one of you have a gift on the inside of you. When you use the gift that is in you, you get direct access to heaven. Here's how you use the gift that's in you. Number one, praise and worship. Praise and worship. That is your access. Number two, use your heavenly language. It's not weird. It's not weird. When you use your heavenly language, that is the Holy Spirit having communications on your behalf. It's building you up. That's how you get stronger. That's how you are able to stand the trials and the tribulations that come in your life. Because the Holy Spirit, the, the, the heavenly language builds you up. And number three, you have to keep your spirit connected to heaven. When you use the gift that is in you, you get direct access to heaven. Let's stand to our feet, please. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you, God, because you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it, God, but you did. And Father, I thank you. God, I thank you, Father, because you didn't have to do it, but you did, God. Father God, you didn't have to do it, but you did, God. Father God, when I was away, Father God, you didn't have to bring me in, but you did, God. And Father, I thank you. God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Father God, I ask that you let this word that has gone forth, Father God, be sealed in your children's heart. Seal this word in their hearts, Father God, so that they will be able to use the gift that you have placed on the inside of them. The free gift that you have placed on the inside of them. If you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you get a free gift. 
Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for who you are. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus. 